Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stu Potomy. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Billy. Yeah. Mikey A was more excited for Eddie Jackson, who was going to join us on this episode of Stupidity, than any guest I can recall Mikey A ever being excited for, because Christmas cookies. It's true. It is, right? It's it was, true. It what? was a weird reaction from him, right? Uh, yes, it was absolutely. <laughs> he was very excited. So Eddie Jackson is the host of Christmas Cookie Challenge. The finale yeah. is uh, coming out Thursday, December 21st. So tomorrow is the finale for yeah. the Christmas Cookie Challenge. Yes. And Mikey was very excited about this. He responded immediately. Billy usually sends out, hey, thinking about, you know, getting Eddie Jackson on. This one I said, hey, I booked Eddie Jackson. We're going to do Christmas Cookie Challenge. We're going right. to do it the Not last Not knowing week. if I was interested, but you did that with Mikey A and yourself in mind, correct? I did it because I thought that this was going to be a great episode headed into the holidays. We're going to be on break next week. So yeah. this is our final episode of the year mm-hmm. headed into the new year, headed into, you know, Christmas, the holidays, all of that. I said, you know what? Let's talk about Christmas cookies with Eddie Jackson. Right. And, you know, I wondered if me just deciding this is happening, because normally it's like more of a conversation. I was like, this is happening. Yes. And Mikey bought in. And it's the quickest he's ever responded to anything ever. I You're loved right. it. There was no asking. Billy just said we're having Eddie Jackson on. Uh, you love the holidays. Are you ready for the holidays? I am, but I'm not. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, I I finished up my shopping early. Yes. But I think I've told you and I've told the audience a couple times already. Now it's like tinker season. So now is like I'm looking at the gifts, but I'm like, I could add a little more. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. I was going to give you specific examples, but I'm worried that the people that I'm giving the gifts to may hear this. I doubt that they will. Right. But I was thinking there's an option. Who are these they, people? I mean, just that. Well, I can't tell you because okay. then if they do hear this, then they're like, oh, so like right. the gift that you got me. Because here's the thing. I mm. haven't finished the tinkering yet. Right. So. If I say the name of the person, then they get the gift, and it's just a thing. Then they're like, "Oh, so I guess you didn't go back, and you didn't, you know, take, right. you didn't add on a little bit extra." Because now it's just about adding on a little bit extra. Can you explain the tinkering though? You look at the gift, you say this gift is not enough. You went out, you purchase a gift. You say yeah. this gift is not enough for this particular person. So what I'm going to do is tinker with the gift and maybe add a little something to it. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. So okay, I have like a um 
I will make a list of all the names of all the people that I need to get things for. And I did it like, I think I did it like Thanksgiving Day. And I was like, these are people that I'm going to look for stuff on Black Friday, on Cyber Monday, whatever. So I have all the lists. And then, of course, what happens is then people get added to the list because it's like, oh, this person has a kid and that person has a kid. And sure. I need to get this person a gift and that person a gift. And then I also am like, I don't know how I managed to do this, but everyone in my life managed to be born in November, December, or like the first <laughs> week of January. So every single person almost every single person I have to get something for. Right. I have to get two things for. I have to get a birthday present. A birthday gift and, and a then, holiday exactly gift. Exactly yes. right. And then I need Annoying. to decide. It kind of is because I would I, tell them they're only getting one. That's it. Well, no, that's I not. Mean, no, that's not the way that it goes. But it I have to. my house. So. I have to then think of two things for everyone. And then I also have to think, well, does this, is this feel more like a Christmas gift or a birthday gift? Does this person care more about like something on Christmas or holiday time? Or do they care more about their birthday? Right. And then I need to play a game where I'm trying to guess what people care about more in terms of <laughs> receiving gifts. When in reality, it's like you're going to get these gifts two weeks apart from each other. It doesn't really matter all that much do you like go a little bit less on one gift a little bit more on on the other gift like my dad so my dad's birthday is right around father's day yeah and so we just get him one gift yeah no that's <laughs> not no i can't do that i have to get the two i have to get the two gifts okay and then like here's so my wife is one of the people but that do you I have go to get, more on the birthday or more on the holiday it gifts? depends on the person okay it All depends right. on the okay. person right like, you're a great reader of people I, yes well, you know what people want i don't no, know that's right. why it's very difficult so like my wife is one of the people and her birthday was december 7th uh -huh. and then she also has you know christmas coming up so I I went and I was like I would load up twice for her. I'm just just no, some advice I know, to you. But what yes. I did what I did was I went and I just started buying things. <laughs> and I went around the mall and I was just buying things That's at the mall. That's very unlike you. So I then mean, I had a yeah. trunk you're like a bit the, frugal. The I mean. trunk of my car. No, not no. I'm I'm a good. I mean, you're always giver. looking for deals. And yeah, stuff. but okay. no, right. yes, I am always looking for deals. Right. But I'm getting people things at a good price. Fair enough. That's what I do. Okay. So, anyways. Um, I went and just started buying things and then I had the stress of, well, how do I decide if this is for Christmas or if this is for Ooh, a birthday? Right. Because some of the things work well together, but I can't give everything for the birthday because then I'm in the exact same boat that I'm in for Christmas. And by the way, and this is just a secret between me and you and GQ and our audience. Got it. I'm in a predicament right now that I can't reveal until after Christmas because it has something to do with the Christmas present that I purchased. Okay. And I can't give so any more information. So you're teasing a predicament that you can't tell us about until I'm, after the new year? I'm in a predicament that is partially Tony's fault, but is not Tony's fault because it's based on a conversation that I had with Tony. Right. And I'm trying to resolve said predicament. Sure. But I can't reveal the specifics of the predicament yet because the predicament involves a gift for Christmas. But once that predicament is revealed and once it's for it's for my wife's gift for Christmas. Got it. Once I tell her what is going on, she's going to tell me you're an idiot and she's going to be mad at me for being in this predicament. Okay. Okay. Guys, that's a daily occurrence. Listen, so, I mean, guys, do we all promise to not talk to my wife between now and Christmas? Um, I haven't spoken to your wife in five years. Okay, good. GQ, right. do you promise to not? I promise. Okay, right. audience. GQ, if... this is a big test of your commitment to this show, and to Billy, and loyalty. friendship, yeah. loyalty, all of it. Right. Audience, same with you, because I can tell you, I can yes. tell you 
of I can vaguely paint with a with a broad brush the predicament that I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I bought my wife tickets for something. Ooh. And then I remembered, thanks to our good friends at Game Time, yes. that I had credit on right. Game Time. So then I went and I found better seats for cheaper on Game Time. So I went and I bought the tickets for the okay. same event I had already bought tickets for on Game Time. And now I need to unload the first tickets that I bought. And there isn't the demand for this event that I thought there was going to be. Right. So I almost immediately was like, <laughs> I'm going to lose money on this. There's a chance this you'll was, get less than what you paid for him. There is almost a 120% chance that I'm going to get less than I paid for on the other site and trying to unload these tickets. So now I have two sets of tickets to the same event. And when I did it, I, I thought I was smart. I was like, because I got them, it was like a pre-sale at the time. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be like in demand. I can get them at a pre-sale. Well, you forgot about your credits. And then I went to game, because I thought that it was, right, I, I, know. I, I thought I needed specifically to be in on this pre-sale. And then I went to game time and I found the tickets for cheaper. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy these and then I'm just going to resell the other ones. And then right. I remember Tony was running around. He's like, bad bunny. I bought 17 pairs of tickets and I'm going to resell them. And I'm going to be able to pay for my house and buy a boat and all that. And I was like, okay. Like I can risk it for for two tickets, right? right? Yeah. And now we're like a month in, and these things haven't moved. Right. And like I, I basically am not like the price that I have them set for is not even a profit. I am like just because there's fees and everything when you go You're and just you trying resell to break tickets even on this different point, right? Sites. You'll take like a five percent loss I, even. You'll be happy with that. Even that, I'm like. Should I just give them to someone else that I love and then like I'll just eat this very what will end up being a very expensive present for them as opposed to paying for half of a stranger's night out at this fun event. You know is, what I mean? Is this gift too expensive, too valuable to be, you know, I guess a tinkering gift? It's way too much for a tinkering gift. It's a gift on its own. It's two gifts on its own. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you said before, like, I'm a frugal person. So for me, I see this number I, of, like, you know, wowzers, I, and my eyes, like a cartoon, like, cat <laughs> pop out of my head. I'm like, ah! I feel bad about saying that, because you're not frugal. You're just looking for best deals. That's I love all. a good deal. You oh, do, you I love know, a good Especially deal. right around now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you're yeah. spending a lot of money, aren't you, right now? I, I when I, and you know your wife is too. When I, can I tell you something <laughs> That's else? That's the bad part. When I started yeah. with my list, I, I, I had a list, and I have, and I need to get rid of it because it's like too detailed. But I have a word document on my wife's computer with like everyone that we were getting gifts for, what it is that we got them, right? And then like a green thing if it was like purchased, or there was like another color code if it was like I, it was like been ordered but it hasn't been received yet. Just because. When you start shopping that early, you forget about things inevitably because because it, it's like, well, sure. I bought this like a month and a half ago. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap. So I made a list so that I wouldn't lose the things. And I Got have it. them like in a specific area. And then my hope is when I'm going to wrap them, I can just go down the list. And I was like, that way I won't lose anything or forget anything. Or I won't go and buy more things and tinker more because I'm like, what did I get that person? I forgot. And I was like, oh, I already bought them a gift. So you're you know keeping I mean? track. Yeah. I was keeping track. And when I started keeping track, I was putting what I paid for it so that I could like go back and be like, Haha, I paid $20 less on Amazon or whatever, right? Like, God, I'm so smart. What a good deal. You're crazy. And then like three gifts in, I was like, I don't even want to know. I just can't keep track of this because I will have a heart attack if I see what my tinkering has done to me. All right. What'd you get me? I can't tell you. It's not time yet. <laughs> you didn't get me anything. Maybe you'll end up going to a concert you don't want to go to. Depends if I can get someone to bite or not. What'd you get Chris Sims? Here's something. Can I 
So let me tell you something about Chris Sims. Okay. And like Chris Sims obviously does God bless football with us every week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I have been talking with Kristen who works here at the office about sending gifts to everyone on God bless football. We've been having conversations and going back and forth. I collected a number of addresses, all this stuff. I asked you to get one address and it was Chris Sims's address and oh, I still yeah. don't have it. I do have so it. So the actually. answer is I don't think Chris Sims is getting anything <laughs> okay. because Chris Sims I never got Chris Sims's address. I got it's, every I got Mike Golick's address. Right. I got K Funk's address. Yeah. I got Share Bear's address. I got Gordy Gronkowski's address. What are you sending Gordy? I well, mean the, the guy has everything. Here's the funny thing about Gordy He's got when nine it was, fridges. I when mean. it was sent to me, right. um, Gordy included like United States of America in the mailing address. So like we make sure to send it to like you know the U.S. But I got everyone else's address. I was just like, can you ask Chris Sims because I feel like weird asking people for their ad- like I asked Carl Douglas, hey, can you send me your address? Right, and that's a weird conversation to have with someone because then they start like. At this time, you're like, I guess maybe they'll send me something, and then in the back of well, my head, well, they know why you're asking right now. I know, but I mean- but also in the back of my head, I'm like. God, I hope we follow through with sending these gifts because if not, I ask them this address and I look like just a giant jerk for asking them their address. Then they expect something and then it's nothing. And at the time, yes, it was like, should we send them like bottles of something? And then we've had conversations and Gordy said he wasn't drinking at the time. And then Carl said that he hadn't been like drunk in like 20 years. So then it's like, oh man, like, are these, like am, I, am I possibly opening a portal that I don't want to open by sending these things? So then I had to like awkwardly like you weren't there last week, but like I awkwardly tried to bring it up when we were talking to them. And I was like, so do you guys drink? <laughs> and then they're like, well, who's in recovery? <laughs> well, the, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And it was actually a conversation that I had with Kristen where Kristen's like, do you know if anyone has a drinking problem? Because maybe we don't want to. And I'm like, well, that's a weird question. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. So now I need to find a way to figure that out. And then we found out that you can't mail alcohol across state lines. So that bailed us out of that predicament altogether. Even though I told her, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. just put something in a box and they say, what's in this box? And you're like a teddy bear. Right. And then it gets there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I would ever suggest that. I'm just saying I've heard of some people doing such things. Not me. I would never, but I've heard I, of it. I don't need confirmation to tell you that K-Funk has a drinking problem, and so does Gordy Gronkowski. I, no, okay. he was, uh, well, I got an update yesterday, but he was he was going to be sober until <laughs> New Year's Eve. But oh. I, I may have gotten an update yesterday on that one. Yeah. I do have Sims's, uh address for you, by the way. Well, we're gonna... I did ask him for it. He sent it to me, and I never sent it to okay, you. Okay, well, let's give it to Kristen after this. Also, hey. It's how... the house right next to Adam Silver's, That's... without offense. Yeah, that's yeah, not right. that's okay. not an address. Okay, what were you gonna say? Christmas cookie challenge. Yes, huh? yeah. You like Christmas cookies? I do. Do you? Do you bake at all? Uh, I do bake. I'm a good baker. Let's let's play a game, you and I, and yes. GQ. If you want to play this to an audience, if you want, you know what? This is where we're gonna do audience participation. When you hear this, I want you to tweet at myself. And at Stugatz, I want you to go. I want you to step on a scale today. Tweet at me and at Stugatz your weight. So put like whatever it is, 135 pounds, if there's anyone that weighs 135 pounds out there Mm -hmm. that's listening to us. Just tweet us your weight. And then in two weeks when we come back or a week, whatever it is, when we come back from break on our next episode of Stupidity. Yes. We will then weigh ourselves again and see how much gate (laughs) we've all, how much weight we've all gained collectively. All right. So what do we have to do now? 
Now we're just tossing it to Eddie okay. Jackson. We're going to talk uh, about the Christmas cookie I challenge. I thought you wanted finale. our weight. I mean, no, 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 no. So people, okay. you send us your yeah. weights, to guys. Right. When you get home, you send, you take a picture of the scale. I have to tweet it to you. Yeah, show okay. me your weight, or if you, you can take a can picture of the scale. Can I just text you my weight? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. whatever it is. But right. let's all just document our weight, and then let's see what we're at. You know, okay. like a week and a half from now, or whatever, when we come back, because this is the time of the year. We're putting on some LBs. All right. So Eddie Jackson is a host on the Food Network, um, and he also used to play in the NFL. And so because we taped this, okay, I will tell you that up front, uh, it was a surprise to me, and I think to Billy and to Mikey A, that he provided us not only with great insight on Christmas and holiday cookies, but also a great Tom Brady story. Mm. I'm super excited. Let's get to Eddie Jackson. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. Listen, I got a lot of fun times coming up here. Summer's coming up. I have Dead and Company shows. I have lacrosse celebrations. I have March Madness. So much fun coming up, and I'm going to do it all with friends, family, and ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Remember the best vacation you've ever taken? Make your next one even better with Get Your Guide. With Get Your Guide, you can book over 100,000 unforgettable experiences in the U.S. and around the world. Want to see the Grand Canyon from a helicopter? They got you. Watching a wrestling match in Mexico City? No problem. Or how about a guided tour of Rome's ancient ruins? Wherever you're going, whatever you're into, book your next travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. Eddie Jackson's going to join us. He's a former NFL player. He's the TV host for the Food Network, but he has a show, the Christmas Cookie Challenge, going on right now. How excited are you for that, Billy? I'm very excited. I like Christmas. I like cookies. I like baking shows. I feel like this is the perfect show. It does. It sounds like the perfect show. Eddie, tell us about it because it sounds amazing. Well, you know, I've been we're go, we've been doing this show for for a while now, uh, many seasons, uh, and me and Reed work really well together. But the premise of the show is we bring these amazing cookie makers from all over the country, uh, and they come in and they compete uh, for a chance to win ten thousand dollars. And we come up with all these crazy challenges every week, from making their own automobile out of cookies to gingerbread houses to uh, dioramas, like anything you can think of. Um, that's just wacky that, <laughs> that you can make out of cookies. We do it. Where did your passion for, for cooking and food, where did that come from, Eddie? Well, with me, I grew up, my, both of my grandmothers were chefs. So my mom, on my mom's side and my dad's side. So I grew up around food. So all I knew was sports and food um, at a very young age. And so once I was forced to retire from football, I was like, what else can I do now? Let me find something to do with food. Which one do you love more, sports or food? Uh, that's hard. That is, that is hard. Uh, you know, sports is obviously my first love. Uh, but, you know, once that was done and, and uh, I had to move on to a different chapter in my life, I had to go right into food. That's the only other thing I love to do. So I figured out a way to get it done. What's more difficult, football or cooking? Cooking. Really? Football, football came easy. Football yeah. came easy, man. Cooking, 
cooking is, is, you know, especially when you're talking about baking. Baking is a science. Right. <laughs> Wait, Billy, why are you saying yup? Like you're an expert on the. What are you doing? <laughs> no, he's right. I'm, Wait, I'm more interested, Eddie. How much weight did you gain while hosting a cooking show, especially a cooking show about cookies? No, you know what? It's funny that you that you say that because I, I get this question a lot. I am the same exact weight that I was when I played professional football. Get out of here. Two hundred pounds, six foot two hundred. What? Yep. You host a cooking Thank show. You're eating Thank cookies. You. Well, that's because I'm in a gym. I'm- yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> but Billy, why were you agreeing with him? Like you're some sort of expert. Which one was more difficult? You never dumped. You've never done either. I've never cooked. Of course, I've cooked. I played football in seventh grade. I know cooking's not easy, man. And one little thing goes wrong, and it's all on you. You ruin the recipe. Where football, if you have one little mess up, you have a team of people around you who kind of pick you up. Where in cooking, it's all on you. You can't make any mistakes. And at Christmas time, you definitely can't make any mistakes. That's what I'm talking about, Billy. You're on to something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, more difficult football or television? Uh, you know what? I'd never, I'd never expired to be on, on, on TV at all. This was something that just kind of came out of the blue and, and I ended up being really good at it. Like I said, football kind of came natural. And then I guess the TV came natural too. Uh, my first, very first show that I did is like, Oh, how about, you've done a lot of TV, huh? I was like, no, <laughs> you're so good at it. So, <laughs> Eddie, I remember. Eddie, I remember you from not one, but like two of my favorite cooking shows on TV. You did uh, MasterChef and you did Next Food Network Star. Yeah, so MasterChef, I actually did. That was the very first show that I did, but that I got on that show as a prank. So my wife, she uh, she used to take all my, I used to have a catering company, so she would take all this food that I would have and like, you know, they would take it to work with her. And her boss was actually a huge MasterChef fan. I never watched the show. And they entered me into the show, but never told me. And just one day I was at the gym. I got a call. I was like, hey, you want to, are you coming down for this audition? I hung up the phone like three times. Finally, I called my, my wife and I was like, hey, these people keep calling for master show. She's like, it worked. I got on the show and I think I ended up like sixth overall. So that's how that started. Kind of like the same thing with Food Network Star too. I, Eddie, I have a question for you about cooking shows because there's like a theme in cooking shows where it's like, let's bring in like bakers or cooks who are not that great, right? And then they're going to come in and they're going to compete. And at the end, the person who's improved the most wins the prize. You have different shows that have this concept, right? And what I've never understood is if I'm in that, I want to fake how good I am as a cook, right? Like I have to fake it and I have to kind of mess up some of my recipes so that I'm bad enough to get cast and I'm bad enough that I show enough improvement that I then win the cash prize at the end. Is that something that you think people should be doing, kind of faking and pretending to be bad so they can go in and basically steal money from Food Network? So you say people should basically fake it till they make it? Exactly right. I've been doing it for 20 years, Eddie. I mean... You know what? I've never thought about that. Mm. I've never, I've never thought about that. But I wouldn't put it past some people. But like I say, like you can fake it all you want to, but once you get it to, you don't. People don't realize how hard it is to cook on TV, right? You got to get past the nerves. But when you have no idea, if I give you the heads up and say, "Hey, Billy, I want you to make me a uh, pumpkin pie next week," you have all the time in the world to do your research and figure out the best recipe. But if I tell you, <clears throat> you you meet me and I say, right now, I want you to make me a pumpkin pie. You know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know what to do. Well, not so just that. And then it's usually make me a pumpkin pie and you have 36 minutes to do it. 
Exactly. That's the difference. <laughs> so people can be good and all these different things, but the, the, the hardest part is cooking in front of cooking in front of a camera and then the time constraints. And then you're in a foreign environment. You know, it's easy to cook in your own kitchen. Do you and Jesse Palmer have a rivalry that's unspoken where you both want to be the best former athlete that's hosting cooking shows? No, it's not. It's, it's not. You know, I, I think that there is no competition there. Okay, you're better, obviously. <laughs> wow. I'm better. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Jesse, own that comment, man. You're better than Jesse. Own it. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's been doing a little bit longer than I have. What's your go-to meal? Like, if you were trying to impress someone, what are you cooking, Eddie? Um, you know, I'm a meat and potatoes type of guy. I love a good short rib. My my deathbed meal would be oxtails. I love like braising oxtails. They're like one of my favorite things to make, and it's so good. Do you find yourself like when you're at restaurants? Can you have a peaceful meal anymore, or do you find yourself always judging, like grading the presentation, judging the food, or do you just eat it? No, I just eat. Look, I I, I don't go out a lot because I cook a lot. Um, and I'm, and I don't judge food, but the thing that I have my pet peeve, you know, when you're going out, you're spending your hard earned, earned money. Um, and I hate when you spend your money and the customer service or the food is just not good. Don't have to be great. You know, I still go to just regular, you know, commercial places and go eat. I don't go out and eat fancy all the time, but I just hate when you spend your hard earned money and the service is not good. And then the food is just, you know, cold or just not up to par. Those are the things that I just cannot tolerate because you're spending your money to get an experience. So what does Eddie Jackson do in those situations? Like, do you address? I just don't go back. I just don't go back. You don't say anything in the moment, though? You don't no, say anything I'm, to the waitress or the waiter? I'm not, a, I'm not a complainer. I'm not a complainer. I'm not a – I try to avoid confrontation. I just mm-hmm. won't be – I won't be going back to that place. How does it gonna, impact the tip, though? It has to impact the tip, right? I'm always going to tip. I'm always going to tip because I'm in the industry as well. I have a, a, a beer garden here. I'm, I'm in the – restaurant industry so i'm always going to tip and a lot of times it's not the waitress's fault you know if something comes out wrong from the kitchen eddie jackson is with us so great uh, I'm, I'm gonna ask you for your top five cookies okay i'm gonna Ooh. ask for your top five cookies oh, wait I have, I have a question eddie which do you find it harder to do cook actual meals and courses or baking because they're totally different skills baking is harder mm-hmm. baking like i said is, 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 a, is a sign you add, you know, a half a teaspoon too much baking soda or anything, you know, something like that, and it throws the whole recipe off. You know, when you're cooking, you know, savory food, there's ways to save things. Like if you, you know, add a little bit too much salt, you can add some potatoes or add a little bit of sugar to fix it. If you mess up a half a teaspoon in a baking recipe, you got to start all over. Uh, Eddie Jackson is with us. His new holiday show, Christmas Cookie Challenge, is on the Food Network. Check it out. He's fantastic. What is the science behind baking? Uh, the size behind baking is follow the recipe. You know, I, I, I grew up cooking where you add a little bit of this, a little bit of that, just like my grandmother. You can't do that when you're baking. you got to follow the recipe. Eddie, you're, you're hosting the Christmas Cookie Challenge, and I, I got a Christmas cookie question for you. I, I'm always caught between the traditional things that I make every year and that I made with my mom and then seeing things that, like, you guys are making on the show and wanted to try. How much should we try and change things every year you think what's your take on that so you have your classics that i say leave the classics alone but i like to experiment with you know different different classics that without getting too crazy so i my grandmother used to make the best sweet potato pie and i have a great sweet potato pie recipe but i add a little bit of rum to my recipe now nice 
So not gonna you know my grandmother, she's bless her heart, I love her. <laughs> but my sweet potato pie is a little bit better with the rum. Mm. Uh Eddie, you played with Brady. Any good stories? You got a good good Brady story. New T V okay. show. Best Brady story. What do you got? All right, so this is a real Brady story, all right? Okay, yep. So um, I finished, I, I was in Miami for two years. I tear my ACL. And so I was at a crossroads in my career, and I was like, oh, man, nobody's going to pick me up. It was my contract year. So Bill Belichick calls Nick Saban, and he says, hey, we want this Jackson kid. Um, but the only thing is he told my agent we want him to do his rehab in Walpole, you know, at the Patriots Stadium. So I said, I have no problem with that. So I go fly to Miami. I have on a, a, a tank top, some shorts. It's May. I fly to Boston. I get off the plane. It's like six feet of snow in May. So I'm walking through the airport in these shorts and a tank top, glasses, people looking at me like I'm crazy. I get to the facility. Um, I had a, a beautiful S550 Mercedes. My first time going to the facility. I had to go very early in the morning to do my rehab. This Audi speeds through the parking lot. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning, off-season. Blasting Little Wayne. Blasting Little Wayne. So I'm like, like, who is this blasting Little Wayne at 6 o'clock in the morning? I'm out I'm on crutches. Tom Brady gets out. And I'm like, what? He looks at me. He's like, what's up, Eddie? I'd never met the guy before. Played again. Never met the guy. He carries my bag, walks me into it, and shows me where I need to go do my rehab. And I was like, man, this guy never met this guy. He just walked me in, carried my bags, and spoke to me, and I never met him before. But he was going in there to work out in the offseason at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's um, And knew who you were and helped you with your yeah. bags. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wasn't a superstar. I was a role player, you know? So, right. But he was that in tune to his team and, like, what was going on. That's so cool. Are you guys still friendly? I mean, we see each other. We, you know, we speak and things like that, but we don't keep in contact and stuff like that. But he's just such a nice guy. Uh, before we get to your top five cookies here, okay, uh, do you have a Belichick story? Because that was fantastic. I asked for a Brady story. I was hoping, I was praying you would give us one. You gave us a great one. Do you have a Belichick story for us? I don't have any Belichick stories that I can say. <laughs> I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing. You know, what he says in the, in the meeting room, so I think he needs to stay in the meeting room. He can't impact your playing year. time anymore, Eddie. Like, he can't. He can't take you off TV. He's like your boss, Eddie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like bro code, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, are you ready to deliver us? This is very exciting. Top five yeah. cookies. I love cookies. Uh, check out Eddie Jackson. He's great. Check out his new show, his new holiday show, Christmas Cookie Challenge. It's on the Food Network. Are you ready to deliver your top five cookies, Eddie Jackson? Top five cookies. My first cookie is an old school cookie, oatmeal raisin cookie. Nice. Something about it is just gooey yep. and all that. Yep. After that, I'm going snickerdoodle. Really? Hmm. I love a good soft snickerdoodle. Okay. Number, number three, the OG of all cookies, chocolate chip. Nice. Wow. There's two ahead of that, huh? Chocolate chip. Okay. Number four is a new cookie flavor that I just discovered last year on Christmas Cookie Challenge. This lady made me a butterscotch cookie mm. with butterscotch chips in it. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then the last cookie is just a classic sugar cookie. Oh. You can't go wrong with just a classic sugar cookie. So good. You don't put any frosting sprinkles on it, right? Just the sugar cookie. That's no, it. Just the just sugar cookie. 
All right. Eddie, this is uh this has been a lot of fun. We hope to do it again soon. I'm serious. Uh the Brady story was fantastic. Uh promote Thanks, the show one more time on the way out and hot uh happy holidays to you, your family, and, and everyone involved with the show as well. Thank you, brother. Yeah, Christmas cookie challenge. We have our finale on uh December twenty first, uh nine Eastern, eight central. It's gonna be a great show. They're gonna be making listen to this guys real quick before I go. They're gonna be making movie posters. Mm-hmm. Out of cookies. Spoiler alert. Really? Movie posters <laughs> out of cookies, huh? Yes. Yes, sir. Keep that in mind. All right. How do we get Billy on one of these shows here, okay? Can we do that? I mean, you know, Billy, you seem to have a connection with Eddie. Eddie seems to have a connection with you. You don't know how to cook, and, I, and that's what the show is all about. Go on and make <laughs> a pumpkin pie cake or something. I don't know. Well, when we come out with the show called Words cookies in america Boom. and we can bring billy on i got it excellent it's a date eddie happy holidays to you and we appreciate it man good luck with the show thank you brother Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. Listen, I got a lot of fun times coming up here. Summer's coming up. I have Dead Company shows. I have lacrosse celebrations. I have March Madness. So much fun coming up, and I'm going to do it all with friends, family, and ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces.